Welcome, Welcome back, back to the Next Ghost Podcast, our spooky little ghouls. We um, just want to start off by saying sorry that okay. it's been such a long time in between these episodes. We are getting our lives figured out and trying to figure out a podcast at the same time. Yes. Again, it ain't easy. We both work full-time jobs and we live two and a half hours away from each other and still trying to figure it out, which means... We haven't figured out how to record separately. Yes. So, yet. <laughs> yet. Exactly. But, uh, hi. We're back. Hello. We, um, I'm just gonna be honest. We just tried to record an episode for you guys where we did, like, a fun little entity communication spread with the tarot cards, and we even pulled out the fucking spirit box, but, um, the laptop did not record. It acted like it did, and then erased everything we did for about 40 minutes. Yeah, love that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, um, uh, we're just kind of picking up on um, our, like, I guess now second episode was going to be the third. Yeah. And uh, we're just going to kind of dive right in, um, tell you guys a little bit about some spooky things that have happened to us in our hometown um, of Kittitas County and Ellensburg and surrounding areas. Um, so we're kind of excited, a little bit nervous because we're not really fully prepared, but also when are we ever? Yeah, honestly, Megan was just like, um, what are you doing? Because I need to come over. And then she got here, and I was like, you want to record? So totally ill-prepared, but that's okay. And I was thinking about it on the way over, too, so it kind of worked out perfect. Yes. Um, so let's start with our story about Walter. Mm. Wasn't that Oprah Easter Creek? Yes. Okay. So, oh, here's my dog, Auburn. Hi, Bubby. Did you hear anything? It's just Auburn being cute. Can you guys say Hi. <laughs> So one day, um, Shaylee and I used to always go on drives. We would go everywhere. We would drive everywhere. My little forerunner. Um, and we decided we were going to go for a drive and see how far the snow was up Reeser Creek. This is about mid-March. Yeah, oh, so God. still freezing. Long time ago. Still snow. This was probably about eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're cruising along and we come across this, like, old man, like, your typical up type old man. He's just there. He just appears. And we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like looking at Shaylee and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, and I'm like, just keep driving, keep driving. And like, then don't something stop. told me, like, no, you need to stop. There's something wrong. And, and Shaylee's like, no, no, you need to just go. And I'm like, no, there's something wrong here. I was so scared. And so I barely, barely cracked my window, probably like three quarters of an inch. Like, I barely cracked my window. And he comes up, and I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? And he starts telling us that he had locked himself out of his car. Mm-hmm. Freezing cold outside and locked himself out of his car. Mind you, this man, he was dressed appropriately, everything except for his shoes. He was in socks and sandals, like what I'm wearing now, like what you would... Imagine the crunchy granola people to wear, I guess. Yeah. PMW people. Yes. So, the and I'm calling myself out because I'm wearing those sandals right now as we speak. So, um, 
We were like, what is going on? So he tells us he locks him out of his car, and, like, it really just tells us there's, like, a problem at first. So we're like, okay, let's go up to your car and see, like, what the hell is going on here. And my true crime brain is sitting here going, this is a fucking trap. This is a trap. And and me, I have, like, this extra spiritual side that's, like, also, I'm just such a good person that it's so hard for me. Like, if... It's but I, like though. Karen and Georgia from My Favorite Murder, they'd be like, "No, fuck politeness," and I'm like, "But, but, but he needs some help." <laughs> so we drive up to this car. It's probably like an older, like Chrysler 300. I want to say probably like 2006, 2005. Yeah, a sedan. Yeah, like so. Where we were, you're driving up into the mountains, yes, but there's like a windy, like continually uphill road yeah and it's like a single lane road like his tar his car totally could make it to where it was but but then all of a sudden there's three or four feet of snow yeah like mind you there was like barely any snow before this and so we get out and we're like trying to assess the situation a little bit and you were looking in his car it's locked but it's running and he has blood on him. Um, you can see on the windshield where he tried to break the windshield out with a big yeah. rock. And there was blood on the rock. There was blood in the snow. Like There this was blood was... inside of the car. So we were yeah. so confused how all of this had happened. So crazy. And during all this, he keeps telling us that he's on Mount Rainier, which is hours away from where we really were. We were in central Washington, nowhere near, like, the West Coast. Like, we were... In the middle of the state, in a valley, yes, in the quote-unquote mountains, aka the hills of Kittitas County. Like it's, it's you're not so really far. on a mountain, like in so comparison far to from Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier, not even, not even remotely close at all. So Megan, having this heart of gold that she does have, was like, we have to help this man. And he ended up climbing into the Forerunner, and my dad is a tow truck driver, and so I called my dad, and I was like, uh, dad, can you please come help us? Like, what are we going to do? We can't push this car out. We can't start this car. And so my dad's, like, trying to help us. We had to drive down and leave his car running. Up just at to the, get cell service. Yeah, just to get cell service even ask for help, and... We waited there with the heater, like, blasting on this poor old man. We got him in the front seat. We put him in some blankets. And I just remember sitting in the back of the Forerunner with the two dogs, just like, oh, my God, what is happening? And come to find out, he was, like, a pretty renowned dentist from here on the west side. Seattle area. Yeah, my mom and dad put him up in, like, a hotel for the night and, like, working with the police to help, like, figure out who he was because he clearly had, like, dementia. Or or Alzheimer's. Yeah. It was a crazy experience to have someone be so thankful for you and, like, also very sad because he had no idea where he was and, like, at times I don't think he knew who he was. No. Um, And this is really before, like, cell phones were huge, 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 huge. Like, they were big, but it wasn't like an older gentleman was going to have a cell phone. Like, I don't think he had a cell phone. I don't think... And if he did... He didn't know. He didn't know anything. And... uh, it was a really surreal experience for both of us because we, like, if we wouldn't have found that man, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, and it still, like, sits with me, though, that I was immediately so, like, I disregarded the situation. I was just like, no, no, fuck that, like, no. And you listened to your was... intuition and 
thank God, because we ended up saving that man's life. And that yeah. was a game changer for me to, to not just listen to, like, yourself, but listen to what I mean by that is like not just give into the anxiety but kind of get past it and like really get into yourself and like yes follow your gut trust your gut yeah because if we wouldn't have who knows what would have happened to him poor Walter I know right yeah definitely dead by now (laughs) (laughs) not to be like you know I mean it was a long time ago and and he was like 90 something when we found him and that was a long time ago so he's most likely dead yeah, my parents ended up, like, finding one of his sons, and they were like, yeah, uh, we have your dad <laughs> here in Owensburg, yeah. and his family was looking for him. Yeah, he was missing and everything, and we just happened upon him. Um, in Racer you know, Creek, in the middle of nowhere. And it's something that, like, you know, neither one of us are, uh, not to get, like, into religion or anything, but neither one of us are religious, but that's where we come into play with, you know, thinking of a higher power, whatever it was, like, we were there for a reason, and, like, I felt not afraid of this man for a reason. He needed our help, and, you know, it came tenfold when we needed help in Hawaii and caught it, so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just... 100%. Yeah, that, wow, yeah, that totally came back full circle. I love that you can point out little things like that. Um, side note, for my 30th birthday, we were in Hawaii, and we decided to go to this... Korean, Korean barbecue, barbecue place. I was like super close to where we were staying, so we were like, "Oh, the we're name. fine." The name was Gangnam Style. <laughs> Food was delicious. It was top notch. Empty though. We were the only ones out on the patio, which was fantastic. We were living our best lives, dinner in Hawaii, having a great time, and then these two gentlemen. I've never seen two people look so lost in their face before. Yeah. Their eyes were not there. No, and the one man exposed himself to us, and they were, like, trying to get our attention. We were politely just trying to ignore them. And the situation escalated fairly quickly. We, like, didn't even finish eating. We asked the ladies for our bill. They kept looking at us and looking at the guys, like, as if we knew them. So we eventually just, like, went inside to go pay our bill. Like, we weren't going to wait for that lady to come back to I grab a check. I made eye contact with two gentlemen that... They were just sitting there, and they kept looking, and, like, I, Shaylee's back was to them, and I was looking at them, and he, like, mouthed to me, and he's like, are you okay? And it was when Shaylee had said something to me, and I was like, no, and she's like, what do you mean no? And I was like, Shaylee, I was like, we have to go now. Yeah. Like, these two men were leaving, and it was our only safe way out of there, and, Yeah, like, they just happened to walk in at the most divine time to get, grab their pickup order yes and then we just left all of our food all the amazing food we would have ate later oh absolutely and we fucking booked it out of there well one of the creepy guys was showing the other the nice gentleman his penis yep and yep. we'll put a warning at the beginning of this <laughs> and it was really traumatizing and we didn't we didn't leave the hotel area very much after that no. At night, especially, because we realized, I personally was warned by my boyfriend that it was pretty bad there. Um, I thought going to a restaurant across the street would be I thought, fine. Well, and I thought, you know, we go to Seattle, we do these things, and Seattle's scary, but also, like, it's a little bit different being in somewhere. It's not a foreign country, but it's a foreign area to us, and it's not in the continental U.S., so, like, if something happens to us there, like, who knows? Yeah. You know, and we're not, like, at all calling out anything. It's no, just, just situational awareness being a woman. Yeah. Like, it's not like we were dressed any type of way. Like We were just celebrating her yeah. birthday and having a dinner, and it turns 
to a scary experience that, you know, we talk about to this day, but it's just, you know. Yeah, divine timing. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, I can easily level with and respect, like, that's where some people could easily say, like, oh, that was God, that was, you know, blah, 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 and, like, that's cool, like, I'm so glad that you have that, but for me, that's, like, that's intuition, that's the universe being, like, hey, I got you. Yeah. You know? So, kind of going off of how we used to do drives all the time. (laughs) Yeah, here's Um, another driving story. We lived in Roslyn, and we would always, always, always go for drives in the same old forerunner year, like, year after year, year after year, drive after drive. And, um... There wasn't a lot to do where we are from. No, there's not much to do. You drive in the mountains, you drive to the lake, you drive, you drive, you drive. Mm-hmm. And both of us being, um, at the time, marijuana smokers, we, um, don't suggest this. This is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly illegal, but we would smoke and drive. Yeah, um, that's, that's what the drives were, guys. Yes. We're just gonna um, out ourselves. Past, don't... Past life things. Don't do it. And... Um, so one time we decided, it was later, like, we couldn't sleep, like, I think we were supposed to go to a party and ended up not going to a party. Typical. Probably, that's <laughs> usually what happened. Um, so we decided to go for a drive. Up Tianaway, which is a, just another access into the rolling hills of Kittitas County. Cascade Mountains. Yeah. Oh, it is on the foothills of the Cascades. Yes. Okay, so a little more mountainous yes. than where we found Walter. So, something that we were told by an old friend that is no longer a friend, um, that even, like, close to where we were living at the time, that there were people that would go out in, like, hooded cloaks and stuff. And yep. Um, not, you know, who knows if this is true or not, who knows what they would do or not, but kind of, like, worship whatever. Yeah, like, a, um, just imagine, like, occultist things that you don't really want to explore because you just have a bad vibe about it. Like, we yes. were aware of it, it was in the back of our minds, but we're safe, we're in a car, we're together. It's, yes. You know, we're just gonna drive up here and see what we see. It's a beautiful area. So, we're, really like driving through and... You know, it's it's a road that's kind of windy, and it's only 25, so, like, we're taking our time, driving through. Spotty service. Spotty service, and, like, it's to the point that, like, we hadn't even, like, really been, like, creeping ourselves out or anything, and it, like, a leaf would blow in the road, and we got, like, the chills, like. But it was, it was so, like, movie-esque. Like, it was just, like, all of a sudden, the, like, vibe changed from us, like, having this really fun adult fun drive <laughs> and it just the air got really heavy and that leaf man it, I don't know what it was but like it, like chills I down just got body. goosebumps thinking about literally. it literally and immediately we just like looked at each other and we were like we need to turn around we felt as though we were gonna see something we did not want to see and Fucking trust your gut. Yes, so I fucking threw that bitch in fucking reverse, (laughs) and we turned around in the middle of the road, and we fucking got out of there. So fast. We felt like there was, like, impending doom on us, and... I have never felt that in my life. That is the one and only time I've ever... So, there was a situation... um, Actually, I can't say that, but in a vehicle, I've never really had that happen. This is kind of like an offshoot, um, kind of a personal story. So, Sam and I were going to Reeser Creek again. Mm -hmm. Um, This was only like last year, like a year ago. And it was kind of like a weird situation. Like, it was like we were driving and like all of a sudden we were just silent. 
it was like we drove over there's like this little like bridge that's like has a huge bump on it yep and so you, we drove over and it was like we just kind of like were sucked into this other like world and so we drive up and then there was like this guy that was like being really weird and like telling us like pretty much we needed to turn around because like something was going on and so I was just like all right like we're gonna turn the book around then if this guy's gonna say something Oh, so you actually, like, encountered somebody yes. this time. So we turned around, and we decided, you know, we're like, hey, let's go over here, because what we were doing is going to take pictures and, like, do some foraging and stuff. And so we turn around, we park, we go do a couple things. Mind you, we saw no one else this whole time, which is, like, rare. Not even a vehicle anywhere? No. Uh, we just saw the guy on his little four-wheeler. Mm. And we had this, like, weird feeling. We weren't talking, like, at all. We just didn't really talk. It was weird. And then all of a sudden, both of us, we had, like, met, like, we had walked in this V, and then we met, and, like, at the point of the V, and then, like, both of us, we didn't say anything, we just looked at each other and turned around and started walking back to the car. Damn, like a convergence of just mutual understanding. Yeah, and so we just, like, went to the car, and we drove down, and, like, as soon as we went back over that bridge, it was, like, we were shot out, and, like, we all, like, we were, like, what the fuck just happened? my god maybe you entered like a parallel universe. it was weird it was really weird another dimension it was different maybe you guys scared him too i think so honestly <laughs> the kittitas county area is so creepy they're out past the tiana way up into liberty i mean if anybody's curious wants to look it up on a map liberty washington is an old mining town that's no longer a town it's just kind of like a giant campground slash like um, people live there but it's not like a town yeah it's like a vacation-ish like mount cabin area um i actually had an aunt and uncle who owned a cabin up there anyways we would go camping out there all the time with megan's family and there there is a, a fairy circle up there is that what we should call that? Because it, I don't know. I, I, we always called it the witch's circle. The witch's circle. Thank you. I felt like I had that so wrong. I mean, it was beautifully put together. There's an entrance portal. Um, enters from the east. She who enters from the east. Yeah. She who enters from the east is what the inside says. And they're the only, like, break in the circle of, like, rocks and things. Um, was in the east direction so and there's like stuff hanging little um, sigils in the dirt and like just super cool and like in such a calm little like meadowy looking area yeah. like it didn't feel evil where like like those hooded people would have been yes. doing some like not so cool no, things it was like like you said like almost like fairyish. but we went there and just like hang out of there because it was so calm and peaceful i wonder if it's still there we should go check it out the last time i checked it out a while it's been a little bit but it was there like somebody maintains it and someone yeah. takes care of it but it's not on anyone's property it's no. in the campground portion yeah so it's just so interesting to me that that hasn't been like destroyed it's been dissected it's oh yeah <laughs> i thought you said it's been dissected it's been respected <laughs> Well, you know, kind of coming off of that, there are so many stories that we could talk about from our hometown. There's Camola Hall, there's Olmstead State Park, anywhere. Literally anywhere. Literally anywhere. <laughs> the house I grew up in. Yeah. The house you grew up in on Vantage. 
those episodes are coming yes we are just waiting for um a couple people to join us and the one about my childhood home yes my both of my siblings and a cousin of ours um experience the same thing so we're gonna do a fun little episode with them about that and then i kind of want to get your mom in on the vantage house one because i love your mom's perspective she's not really a believer but she's like open to it yeah so to have that rebuttal i think would be a lot of fun and there's auburn she wants to say hi but i think for now that is all yep um stay spooky always spooky and we'll um we'll catch you in the next one Bye. Bye.